Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi. Welcome to Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. Hi, I'm Rachel, the host of this, and I am here with my best friend, Joy Woodmancy. Hello, hello, everybody. How you doing? Good, I'm good. I'm tired. Yeah, me too. It's a gloomy, beautiful Thursday yeah. afternoon. I want to cuddle up and do nothing. Yes, I do too. I want to get on the couch with a blankie order food to the house, and binge watch a TV show. Mm, I want to be in a nice cabin somewhere (gasps) with a freshly made like hot chocolate fire going. I want to be, I like the rain. I was about to say I want to be in the snow, but I don't. I like the sound of the rain on the window. I like the sound of the rain too. I like to look at snow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like to take walks in the snow when it's downhill a little bit. I did really enjoy skiing a lot, and you enjoyed a snowboard, but like, you're not going to catch me running outside building a snow angel or whatever it is. Snowman? It's snowman, too. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fresh snow when it's just like an inch of fresh powder and walking around on that is because so, everything's quiet. Yeah. Being cold makes me angry. Really? No, not being cold. Actually, being hot makes me angry. Yeah, I'm a, but, I'm a bitch when it's hot. No, yeah. I like, I like it when it's cold. But the snow is just not... For, like, I couldn't live in the snow. Oh, I could never live in the snow. I love visiting it. Yeah, I enjoy visiting it. But by day, like, four, I'm like, we got to go. I got, I got, like, five days. The worst is when you have dogs. Yeah, I could see that. Because when you have to, like, we'll take the little dog with us when we go up to Mammoth and stuff. And we'll get home and we're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> we have to take her out to pee. When we went to Big Bear last year with all of the dogs, I didn't realize how quickly um, dog poop freezes in the snow yes. and it makes it impossible to get it's like a sculpture in the in the ground mm-hmm. in the snow you cannot get it up it, that, it has to be like immediate that was probably the hardest part about being in the snow because you dogs. just like let it sit for a second because mm-hmm. you think oh i'll just get that later mm-hmm. no yeah. you can't no i hate when it rains and you go up to pick up your dog poop and it all has turned into this like mushy oh uh, that's why it, when it's rain when it has rained Usually, I don't pick up the dog poop until a couple of days. I let the sun come out and dry it up. Uh, then I go pick it up only because that rain poop is gross. It's so, so gross. Well, yeah. Well, I have to pick it up or else they're going to step in it. Yeah, I guess that makes the sense. The idiots. I guess that makes Dumb sense. Dumb dogs. Were they dogs? My dogs avoid poop. Ours do too until they get the zoomies and mm, then it's then all fair game. It. Yeah, I guess that, that can make sense. Yeah. Anyway, hi. It's raining in Southern California, so that's, of course, all we're going to talk about because... That's that's what we do as Californians. It's probably flooding somewhere. No, it is. It's flooding in San Diego, isn't it? Have you you seen those videos? Oh, yeah. I saw, yeah, like a truck just floating down. Mm -hmm. It's it's absolutely insane. It floods. My house floods. Were you here? You were here when I found out my living room floods or leaks. Oh, yeah, because you saw water on the ground. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? The person that built my house wasn't the smartest. Well, it floods so bad out here, too, when all the leaves pile up. Yeah, I have to go out all the time while it's raining and clear the drains. It's gross. I should have done yard work yesterday, and I didn't. Thinking, isn't there there something maybe you can 
put up a, a, around it when it's raining to keep like the leaves from I guess well that, that would, would also get and yeah then, like topple over yeah so that's really annoying it's just me going out there and sticking my hand grabbing gunk and throwing it over the fence that's what I was doing I was just chucking it away yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. it all right so today we're going to do what I, what we do best and that's just read am I the assholes yep I'm looking forward to it so we're just gonna dive in Hopefully we get some that spark some energy in us. <laughs> I mean, I'm having fun doing this. It's just, I feel like my You know what days like this make me think of? What? When it's gloomy and stuff like that. Um, I don't know why it always takes me back to like my school days in the middle of October. And it's like, it's almost Halloween and you're sitting uh, in class and you look out the window and it's like gloomy or raining or like. This reminds me of Christmas. Yeah. <sighs> Did he fart? Oh, sorry. Oh, He's got the stinkiest farts, oh, and there's no God. circulation in this room. Here, I'll, I'll open up the garage that, door. Hold on. That was unreal. Oh. I'm so sorry. Blaze and farts normally, are the nastiest. I'm I don't normally know not a wuss like that for the most part, but and, you, and it just kept seeping in as I was talking. Uh-huh. And in my brain, I'm like trying to ignore it, and then finally I'm like, I can't breathe. <laughs> Earlier, I was, I had oh, done something please. in the house. Like I had cleaned something and I was like, oh, I need to wash my hands before I go back out. And I forgot to, when I came in here, I sniffed my hands. I was like, oh my God, my hands smell like dog shit. What the hell? And then I realized he had farted and I just smelled like the same <laughs> His are, they're rancid. I don't know why. That was bad. He eats the same food as the other dogs. That was bad. I didn't give him any extra treats today. Some, I don't know. Some dogs are just gassy. That's that's sad. I'm I do. Sorry, I do know the kibble you give though. It's a very strong one. Like it's a good one. It's a strong. It's one, a good one. You know, so a strong one. It is. It's strong. All the ingredients that are in there. Yeah. You got like organ meat, fish meat. It's a really good one. Liver. Yeah. Uh, anyway, All right. <laughs> let's let's get to. Hopefully we can survive. Oh, I was gonna say this. This weather reminds me of Christmas because this is, this is the yeah. only time we would have it. Yeah. Is Christmas. When we, when the only time it would rain. It's so like, it was my brain off a little bit because I'm like, oh, Christmas. And I'm like, nope, it's January. It's February. <laughs> February. Happy February 1st, everybody. Happy February 1st. Uh, Wait, uh, one last thing. Please, always go. There's no need to. 32 days sober. Congratulations. I know. Oh, oh. oh. well. <laughs> wow, we're better at that when we're drunk. <laughs> if you're only listening, you just missed the best <laughs> high-fiving ever. <laughs> Um, yes. Oh, I, I drank in Mammoth two of the days. Oh my God. Is he far again? I don't, I don't know if he can sit here while we do this because <laughs> your eyes are watering. I know they're so. I don't smell anything. Do you want me to switch him so his head's near you? Maybe. If you, if you, I can if, handle okay. the farts. There have been times Abby has walked in here and go, and then no, walked the, out. These are bad. Because I will sit in here and I don't smell them anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, Come that's Come on, bad. let's switch your head. Come here, Blaze. Come Who's, here. I'm going to hold your head. Joy? Come here. Come on. He's going to be so, he's like, what? Come on. <laughs> Oh. oh my god, yeah, he does. Oh, it's just over there. <laughs> okay. Come here. Give me your butt. Come here. Give me your butt. He's like, there you go. There oh, you go. Okay. <sighs> there you go. Now you're with Miss Joy. All right. I'll get the stinky butt. Yeah, load him that way. Towards okay. my no, okay. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Okay. Um, I had gone January no, December twenty second till January. 18th mm-hmm. with no alcohol. Then I drank for two days in Mammoth because it was our anniversary. And then I haven't had anything since. Fuck yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, we can say that. Yeah, here. you can say fuck here. 
Uh, I, I don't. Oh, shit. I could go forever. I could go the rest of my life without say, drinking. It's not really a I, thing. I, I asked Dylan um, how he feels um, not drinking. And he said, I feel like I can definitely notice a difference like in my energy and mm-hmm. just like how I feel or whatever. Then he asked me and, and I, I don't feel like I feel that big of a difference like physically. But just mentally, I feel really good knowing that like I haven't drank in that long. Yeah. Uh, I didn't drink for like five years. Yeah. Because who I was with didn't drink. So I was like, whatever. Alcohol is just like, if whoever I'm with, if they drink, I'll drink. If they don't, I don't. Yeah. Like, it's just like, I don't drink with my family because they don't drink. Yeah. So when I go hang out with them, I don't even think about alcohol. Yeah. And then I just happened to find myself in a friend group that drinks a lot. And I was like, I don't, with them, it's like, you have to have an excuse for not drinking. Or yeah. they're like, why aren't you? I don't understand. So yeah. I was like, I'm doing dry January. And it's. So I had a hard excuse not to drink. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't have to get peer pressured. I was like, oh yeah. my God, why am I getting peer pressured at 32? I love it. But I, yeah, my, my emotionally, cause it's, it's a depressant. Yeah. It'll make you sad. So emotionally and physically, I feel so much better. Like that I wake up and even if I'm not hungover, I'm still like tired if I drank the first like, yeah. the day before. So I don't know. I mean, it's literal poison. Yeah. No, for sure. I definitely just enjoy, I enjoy, I'm enjoying not drinking for sure. I'm going to keep it going. I'll probably have a drink on Valentine's Day because I believe we're going to dinner and stuff. But, oh, fun. Um, other than that, like I really want to keep going with it. Yeah, good for you. Good for I enjoy you. It. Yeah. Uh, I feel like everyone in our friend group finally was like, uh, I think we should take a break. I was going to say too, I feel like February or when people start drinking again, that's going to be the real test because it's been it's, easy right now because a lot of people aren't it's drinking. It's so easy to not drink when no one else is drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. or at least if you have like one or two other people that aren't drinking. Yes. You know, because then you, you don't want to be the only sober one at the party. Yeah, I've been the only it's sober just, one a million times because I there are days where I was like, guys, I really just don't feel like being hungover yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Or like, I just don't. And it really is just a different vibe. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, okay. And like 11 p.m. I'm like, is it bedtime? No, yeah. you're all still going? Oh, okay. 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 Sure. Okay. I'm going to bed now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's let's get into I this. Love him. You love him? Yeah, I do. Because his stinky butt's not next to you anymore? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, am I... Oh, wait. Let's see how long this is. Yeah, it's fine. Am <laughs> I the asshole for calling my boyfriend a jerk for refusing to accommodate my brother's eating habits? Okay. This could go either way. Could go either way. Okay. Blaze is now trying. The, the pr- problem with giving you his face is he wants to lick my face. Yeah, he knows he's not allowed to lick we're not, mine. We're not. We're not. He just showed his right teeth. Now. He did a big yawn. Yeah. All right. Solely one. So, let's see. Are you a jerk for calling your boyfriend? No. Are you a asshole for calling your boyfriend, boyfriend a jerk? Got it. So, my boyfriend and I have been dating for eleven months. In fact, our one year anniversary would be this coming Sunday. So, my boyfriend thought it'd be a cool idea for him to cook for my parents. He wants to make fish tacos. Okie dokie. The thing is, my brother would have to come as well because my parents don't like leaving him home alone. And my brother has very particular food habits. He is an extremely picky eater, and he will only eat what he likes, which isn't a lot. So I told my boyfriend he would have to make some chicken strips on the side, and he said no. He said he wouldn't accommodate for my brother. He said, first of all, he invited my parents, not my brother even though he knew my parents won't leave my brother home alone. Then he said my brother needs to grow the fuck up and act like an adult, and that my parents babied him his whole life, and that's why he is the way he is. I said there's nothing wrong with my brother, but he laughed and rolled his eyes. He said my brother's a grown adult and should have a job and stop relying on my parents. 
and that he can't stand picky eaters. So he will not make anything for my brother, nor will he allow them to bring anything for him. I told him he was unreasonable and being a jerk. He looked at me and said to get used to it because life won't hold my brother's hand forever. Now my boyfriend is ignoring me and playing games on his computer instead of talking to me. I feel like maybe I might have gone too far calling him a jerk. Was I an asshole here? I feel like it's hard because I feel like there needs to be more context because I yes. don't feel like the the boyfriend is making a big deal out of nowhere. Like there has to be more going on because when I say this, I have a certain somebody in my life whose um, boyfriend's brother is mm-hmm. just, just, oh, just a no. And so I would be like that towards, I'd be like, no, he can deal with it. I didn't invite him. So it's hard. It's hard. It's yeah. hard. I feel like there needs to be more context. I feel if, okay, someone said, apparently she's answered the age of her brother. Her brother is 22. Okay. And has not been diagnosed with any severe spectrum disorders. Okay. So his parents don't, her parents don't want to leave a 22-year-old home fully alone. functioning person yeah. home alone? Yeah. I'm, this family's dysfunctional. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's. It's giving again not enough context. Yeah. I, okay. So Either that 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 son is a, just a huge baby and is like I go where you go, I eat what you eat, or you know what I mean. Yeah. Just taking take take take, or there's just more to the story. Also, picky eaters are annoying as fuck. Yeah. I'm someone that I have a restrictive diet, so I don't eat dairy and I don't eat land meat. Uh, I eat eggs and fish. I'm a dairy free pescatarian. <laughs> I've coined it myself. All right. But when I go to someone's house, I do not expect them to cook for me. No, I don't either. And also, he made a good point. He didn't invite the brother. Yeah. He invited the parents. Very true. I think he's fine in being like, this is what I'm making. Yeah. I didn't invite your brother. Like, that's also really rude to just invite other people to someone's dinner party. Yeah. I I agree with that. But this, I feel like, too, if this is family, like, this... This isn't anything new. And I think that's what this, the boyfriend is saying. He's like, like, I'm I'm putting a boundary down. down. Like I'm putting a boundary down. I'm not. Oh God, blades. Oh God. I don't. He's like, Oh God, I can't focus. So bad. Points in my mouth. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He's saying, I'm not accommodating for your brother. He has no reason to act the way he's acting. Yeah. Everyone babies him, so he's going to continue to do that. I won't be a part of this. Yeah. And I think that that's fine. I think so, too. I think this is a very dysfunctional family, and he's not willing to cater to them. And But I, but I also feel like if it's her, or like, it's, that just, it does make it kind of hard. I feel like if I was in his situation and didn't want him coming, I definitely would ask my partner to talk to the parents about that. Yeah. But, but at the same time, if you're, if this is how the family is functions... Yeah. Good luck if you think you're the one that's going to be able to change mm-hmm. any of that. Uh, yeah, because I would say it's something different if he uh, was lactose intolerant. We'll say that. Like yeah. he's, the brother's really allergic to dairy. Yeah, and he wasn't. He was originally invited to dinner, and they're making mac and cheese. Yeah, and she was like, "Hey, my you invited my brother, but he can't eat cheese. Like he's allergic to it." Yeah, I was like, can you do something? He's like, "Fuck him." Yeah. That would be like completely different. Like he had an actual allergy and you invited him. And you invited him. No, yeah, I agree. So I think everyone, but everyone if, it's her bro- saying- if it's her brother too, though, and that's just kind of how it works, like then maybe she should just pop in the chicken nugget, the chicken tenders for well, him. Well, he said know? that he wouldn't allow them to bring anything for the brother because oh. he's like, I didn't invite him. 
Oh, shoot. Yeah, he's really trying to put his foot down. Yeah. I don't think she's the asshole. Well, she called him a jerk. So she's like, am I an asshole for calling him a jerk? I think she has to be... I think she needs to realize how dysfunctional her family is. Yeah. I think he... There's pro- he probably wasn't as nice when explaining his position. Yeah. So I'm sure he might have been acting like a jerk, but I would say his position is extremely uh, valid. Yeah. It's so hard because there's so little context and we're uh-huh. literally making up the storyline in our head. Basically, yes. We're filling in all the gaps. So it's it's hard. Yeah. I. It, yeah. Someone said, you're the asshole here. You expect him to make accommodations for an uninvited guest. That's not how things work. Yeah. He offered to make a meal for your parents, not your uninvited brother. I'm a picky eater. I get it. It sucks. And I don't make much effort to change it. It's my problem. I don't expect people to make accommodations for me for a problem I create for myself. Yeah. So, and people are like, you say there's nothing wrong with your brother, but he's an adult with no job, can't be trusted to be left home alone, and is unable to function like an adult at a meal. None of this sounds like a problem to you. That's the part that gets me too. Like, can't be trusted at home alone. Like, is it the parents that are really enabling this state of mind or is I just see yeah, my brain is like, I need more. Yes, I know. I co- that's the hard thing about this. And people, she's just, she's saying like, there's no diagnosis. I feel, and, I feel like she's not an asshole for calling him a jerk too. Cause I'm just like, jerk is to me. Not seems, that. Yeah. Well, I think it's like, am I, I think she's asking. I think for, like, am I, am I out of line for thinking he should accommodate my I brother? I feel like for sure, this is a very, tricky situation where miscommunication can very easily come up in a relationship because like I can see his side of like I'm tired of this I don't want to keep catering to this person yeah I can also see her side of like well what do you want me to do like my this is my parents is my brother this is how they've always been Mm -hmm. like her hands probably feel tied as well yeah and it's like she doesn't want to not have dinner with her parents because of her brother and then that's just adding more to you know like I I can see it from both sides it's really hard to have a family that's like you love your family, but they have their quirks and yeah. you have and you're you're fine with dealing with it because that's how you grew up. Yeah. But to bring outsiders in and you're like, ah, fuck. Like, yeah. But correct me if I'm wrong. Don't you think also like I, I'm and I'm not saying. Well, I was going to say when if somebody dates you, too, though, isn't it part like part of them committing to everything that's in your life, too? I mean, not but, but really. There can, there can be bound. There can be boundaries. I'm not saying yeah. that just everything is OK because your family. But at the same time, like, you know, you get to know each other and you say, well, you know, my mom's kind of like this or my sister's yeah. kind of like this. So what it is when you date someone, you can't ignore their family because you, you're dating someone who has a family. Yeah. You have to learn to set your own boundaries with them. For sure. And compromise with your significant other. Like, if you hate someone in their family, you're like, I can't stand to be in the same room as them. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, okay, let's not do one-on-one things with them. I'll go to parties that they're at, but I'm not going to make an effort. I'll be nice, but I'm not going to make an effort to talk to them. Yeah. Like, Which you is- have to put up with certain things, but you don't have to sacrifice your own yeah. happiness or boundaries or whatever. Oh, which I totally think everyone has a right to do. But I also think because, just because we're human, um, that dynamic is always going to add some sort of, like, negativity i think on of course but if you have a shitty family you can't expect your significant other to just completely turn a blind eye to it all and accept it all Uh, no i totally agree with that yeah and also sometimes having a significant other that isn't okay with it may end up making you realize you need to set your own boundaries with your family and push you to you know like be like hey actually you're right guys like this isn't how we function isn't right that's true and yeah and so sometimes you do need an outsider to be like 
Yeah. That's not normal. You know that, right? Yeah, 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 for <laughs> sure. All right. Uh, before we move on to the next one, let's check to see if we have a sponsor a for today. Sponsor, sponsor. Ah. Skims. Skims is our sponsor for today. Everyone knows that finding a perfect t-shirt can be a challenge. Whether it's too big, too small, the fit is weirdly cut, or the quality is severely lacking. Luckily, I found the perfect t-shirt, and it's at Skims. They have crop silhouettes for them femmes to long sleeves layering tees, and there's styles for everyone. I've been wearing Skims for over a year now, and I absolutely love the quality of everything I've gotten. It's silky, smooth, it fits well, and my girlfriend always steals them from me. I absolutely love the cotton jersey t-shirt they sent me. It fits like an absolute dream. I wear it all the time. And my girlfriend stole the Skims soft smoothing t-shirt because it's extremely flattering and she can wear it on casual errands or when she wants to dress up for the night. If you want to try them out, then shop Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that I sent you, that Rachel Uncensored sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Best feet. It's not best feet. Yeah. I think it's skims. Oh, skims. Ooh, skims. I want some skims. Get it, skims. Kim Kardashian. You want some skims, please? They're actually really comfy. Are they? They mm-hmm. look really comfy. They're really comfy. The, the underwear, everything's like really soft. Mm. I enjoy it. Yeah. Abby stole little, some of the bras from me. I was going to say a little pricey, huh? Yeah, but you know, free shipping you, on order seventy five dollars and more. Um, do you do you have to pay for it? Even no, they ship. They've sent me stuff yeah, for okay, free. Okay, okay. Um, if you go check out Skims, please let them know I sent you, <laughs> <laughs> so they keep sponsoring. Do you me. have Thank like you. a little code? I don't. They don't. They didn't give me a code for them. Mm. They're just saying let. To, which? How did you hear about us, Rachel Ballinger? Yeah, that's what you do. Oh, you really? say podcast Rachel Ballinger uncensored. Oh shit! Yeah, that one's coming over here. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. All right. This one's titled, Am I the Asshole for Condescending to My Kid's Teacher? Oh. For being condescending to They didn't write it, right? Yeah. Should we read it? Yes. Okay. My, uh, I hate, I hate how it's written because when I, when I speak it, it's hard to explain it. But when I read it, I totally make sense. My 26, daughter, six. So this human is 26 years old. The daughter is six years old. Came home. So (sighs) her daughter came home. A couple weeks ago and told me her teacher said she got too many fruits in her lunch and told her to tell me she needs a bigger sandwich. Considering my daughter's never finished her lunch as is and that she likes her lunches, I just ignore the teacher. This morning, as I'm putting her lunch bag in her backpack, she tells me that her teacher has made comments to her about how her lunch isn't healthy. 
to the point I was frustrated. Every day I make her a homemade uncrustable PB&J, no crust, two to three fruit or vegetable sides, carrot, apples, bananas, oranges, cherry, tomatoes, etc. A small side of chips, usually goldfish, but occasionally she asks for spicy chips, which she can only handle a few of. Honesty juice box, that's 90% water, organic, and no added sugar. And a small treat, two to three Oreos, Trails Mix, and M&Ms, a fun-sized candy bar, whatever. So I wrote her teacher a note and said, Dear blank, it has been brought to my attention that you have been making NG comments to my daughter about her lunch. I wasn't aware you were a dietitian. My sister actually is a doctor and seems to think her diet is better than a lot of kids her age. And to be frank, even if I were packing her junk, that would be none of your concern. If you have any more opinions about my daughter's eating habits, speak to me or keep them to yourself. Thank you. Signed, blah. Mm -hmm. I'm aware this was a bit harsh, but am I out of line after she made multiple comments that have made my kindergartner ashamed of her lunch? I say hell no. I say no. What Absolutely the not. fuck? Yeah, who who are you? You don't know what the fuck is going on in their house. And to say it to like a little kid. Yeah, exactly. You don't know what's going on. Her mom is packing her lunch, which is a lot more than some moms out there. Yeah. My mom very much struggled to pack me a lunch. My mom <laughs> struggled with a lot of her own things. Yeah, my mom was like, good luck. It was yeah. survival of the freaking fittest. There, every day in seventh grade, my mom sent me with a pizza Lunchable. Mm-hmm. And then every day in eighth grade, I was in charge of packing my own lunch, so I didn't, I didn't eat a lunch. And so I would go up to the lunch ladies um, and the lunch dudes when the bell rang for lunch to be over and said, do you guys have any leftover? And they'd slide me leftover food. Oh, my goodness. And, like, and we, I didn't have money. I, there was no food for, in the house for me to pack. Like, that was just something that yeah. I was just like, whatever. And In elementary school, I had a friend for years her and I were really close and her mom would always pack extra stuff cuz she knew I like never would have a lunch. Yeah. And then my mom found out cuz cuz we were adopted, it's certain there's certain programs through the schools where you get like discounted lunches or whatever, mm-hmm. they're super cheap. So then she would like sometimes like load money in the account and then we were able to get a few things, but it was always running out. It was always hard yeah. to get it to like re like like it just was Yeah. And you're a kid. You're like I don't I don't you don't think to pack your lunch. You don't no. think to do you know, you're a fucking kid. That's yeah, not your I know. job. But there are a lot of moms that don't pack or dads that don't pack lunches at all. Yeah. Or they're struggling and this is the food they have in their house. Yeah. Don't fucking comment on it. If the yeah. kid is fed, the kid is fed. Sounds to me like it was a pretty good lunch. It was a sandwich yeah. fruit, a, a, I'd be a concerned, carb and a sugar. That sounds I'd be concerned normal. if the kid came every day with like one like string cheese or something, you know, like where I'm like, okay, well, maybe what's going on. But to not, and if you did have a concern to not just call the parent. To express your concern versus making the comments to the young. Yeah. Sorry, I took a picture of Blaze because he is staring longingly into Joy's eyes. Yeah, no, like, you just, the, t- the teacher should have never said anything because you're making the kid feel bad. Yeah, and F- you shouldn't ever make the kid F- feel bad. her. Fuck her. Yeah. Fuck I had, her. I had some fucking awful teachers. I, there are some, there are some bad ones out there. And realizing now, like, my friends are now teachers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they... They are human, like, there is no, there's no system that really weeds out the good ones from the bad ones. No. It's like. And, and I feel like, like, the, and they're, the bad teachers are bad because they're those people who just never had really any sense of control. Yeah. And they get control of a classroom and they just freaking. They're just bitter people. Lose it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're dealing with shit that we're all dealing with, like, as an adult. And you yeah. realize it and you're like, ah, oh, 
fuck. And looking they back, just, so many things that just weren't like, yeah, it's, it's. I had a teacher in high school. Well, he was actually wasn't mine. He was, but he was one of the biology teachers or the chemistry teachers. He put a presentation online uh, on the projector and it was porn. And he was like, oh shit. Like he opened his computer and it was projecting and it was Pornhub. And he, he didn't get in trouble for it. He did not get in trouble for it. Are you kidding me? I'm dead serious. Oh my God. And like, it was, it's, it's insane. Teachers I I don't know if I told you, but I, my Spanish teacher, I used to ditch Spanish class because I just hated the teacher. And, um, I'd always catch him like looking down my shirt and just like being weird with me. And he'd always like, cause I was failing miserably. Yeah. He'd always try to tell me like, oh, you know, stay after school for extra credit, this and that. I'm like, nope. And I, I've kept telling my mom how uncomfortable um, he would make me. And then finally, I had a best friend growing up in high school. Um, his name was Mitchell. And then finally, one day, Mitchell, like, mentioned something or the teacher. My mom, like, overheard it. And then I guess she took it more seriously. So anyway, we went to the office to um, report him and, like, how he makes me feel uncomfortable and everything. Yes, you should. And our principal had the audacity to say, like, you're the fourth person t- to make a uh, report against <gasps> him this school year. And my mom was like, well, what are you doing about it? I'm like, well, we're just letting him finish out the school year. And then he's, like, not coming back this year. Yeah. They just, it's, the school system so fucked. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. We had a, we had another teacher that was a um, PE coach. And he was my PE coach when I was in junior high and then kind of followed our grade to, like, high school. Yeah. He got in trouble for talking inappropriately with multiple of like female students Mm -mm. my principal left his wife and married a girl that was a student while he was principal no and like having had a baby and everything that is insane it's crazy it's the uh the fact that we just trust like teachers and guidance counselors and principals whatever with kids because of their job yeah we just crazy. Tr- just th- they're just complete strangers. Crazy. It's yeah. it's absolutely insane. Um, the responses to this are very mixed. There's a lot. You're not really? the asshole. There's a lot. You're both the asshole. And there's ones that are saying you're the asshole. Saying you shouldn't. Um, you should have solved this with a meeting, not a catty note. And then there's some people who are like, she needs to keep her opinions to herself, not go through your daughter. I just think the teacher shouldn't have made those responses. I don't it think is what so. it is. I don't think so either. And like I said, if the if a teacher ever has a concern with a child, then talk to the parent. Yes, always. Always get the parent involved. Yes. All right. Uh, before we move on to the next one, let's check to see if we have another sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. And Better we're help. back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Am I the asshole? For explaining to a little girl. Oh, no, this one's way too long. I'm not fucking reading that <laughs> shit. No. You're like, mm. All right. This one's kind of long, but I'm intrigued. Am okay. I the asshole for not giving up my part of the inheritance? Oh, she's taking a selfie now. We're trying to. I'm trying to. Would yeah. you like. Oh, hold on. There we go. There we there had go. to take a selfie. <laughs> All right. Am I the asshole for not giving up part of the inheritance? You look like you're about to deep throat that mic. <laughs> I know. Look at Blaze's eyes. He's like. I just farted again. Yeah. Why is he so farty? One more. Let's... How do I? How do I breathe without, without you? If I know. Okay, I'll do it at the You're end. You're so bad at <laughs> I have <laughs> such short yeah, arms. I can't. Arms. Okay. No. Let's actually read this one. Am yeah, I the I'm asshole sorry. for not giving up my part of the inheritance? 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> My grandmother passed away recently. I was incredibly close with her, with her <laughs> as well as what? <laughs> what? Sorry. It was, it, you very easily slid through the word uh, close with her, like, very nicely. But when you go back and edit it, it's going to sound like, I was very close with her. <laughs> it was like, it just <laughs> came out very. <laughs> I think I was swallowing as I, I was speaking. Something was happening. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Right, we're, we're going to get through this one. Yeah, that caught me off guard. My grandmother passed away recently. I was incredibly close with her, as was my little sister. <laughs> my grandfather preceded her by about six months. Preceded her? Oh, so died after. Oh, okay. Oh, died before six, like six months prior, and she was ready to go. Okay. Both her grandparents are dead. I was going to say, the way way they said that made me uncomfortable. I don't know why. R.I.P. grandparents. I have four cousins, but the focus of the story is on one of them. Let's call her Eve. Eve has five children with four different fathers. Oh, my goodness, Eve. Eve. (sighs) Okay, dokie. Wow. My grandmother was never happy with Eve as her first child was born when Eve was just 15. Okay. All right. The estate lawyers, or whatever they're called, the ones who were in charge of executing my grandparents' will called us and my parents, aunts, uncles, and my four cousins all to go to the reading of the will. We all read it out and found out that my grandparents left their grandchildren, not great-grandchildren, mind you, equal parts of their estate. In total, each grandchild got about $1.2 million in inheritance after taxes through stocks, land, etc., except for Eve. My grandparents had evidently made it so that her share of the will has to be divided up between Eve and her children. This did not go over well at all. Once the lawyers left, Eve stood up and demanded that the grandchildren pool their inheritance and split it evenly between both of them and Eve's kids. I'm the one who really stands up to her, and I plainly state that I won't be giving her anything and that this was her problem, not ours. <laughs> a few days later, I am bombarded by Eve's parents and sisters. They're saying that I should not deprive Eve of her rightful share of the inheritance just because she wanted to become a mother. That it wasn't fair that my grandparents did what my grandparents did, and this could be set right. I've blocked them all, but Eve has been hounding my other cousins as well because they're beginning to give in. This has left me wondering, am I an asshole for not being willing to give up my inheritance for kids that aren't even mine, slash I don't really like? Hell no. no. Hell to the no. Um, I mean, it is, I, I could see why I would be shit. I would be mad, too, if I had all them kids and then my grandparents made me split it with that. Like, I'd be annoyed, I feel like. But at the same time, that's not my problem. Those are your also, kids. Also, I don't see if the mom... Wait, so from what I read, she, it's like each kid... Each grandkid got 1.2, except Eve that got 1.2 and she has to split with split between, As a mom, isn't, wouldn't she be okay with that? Right. Like, it's still in her family. Right, 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 right. I mean, I would think if you were a mom and you got 1.2 mil from your own grandparents, you'd be sharing it with your kids anyway. Right? Yeah. Like, my, when my grandparents passed, they had five kids and 16 grandkids. Yeah. Their inheritance was evenly split between their five children, yeah. regardless of how many kids they had. Yeah. And they got to decide if they shared that with their kids She's or probably not. mad because she has to split the 1.2 mil. She's pro- she probably would have wanted um, to just split it evenly, evenly between, like, everybody, including the kids. So she could still have a bigger take home. Oh, probably. That's what she wants. Yeah. But <laughs> no. I'm not giving. Everyone else can give it and give you their money if they want to. I'm not giving you sh- that's that's probably exactly what it is, is that she was like, wait, I need the money more because I have five kids, so give me more money. No, 
Not a chance. Uh-uh. Not the asshole nope. in the slightest. Mm-mm. Nope. Because you just got 1.2 mil. What? But, but, but split between your, your kids. Right, they're like, set. I'd be like, They're no. college. They're cars. They're no. doctor's appointments. They're clothes. They're no. set. No. If if we all, if our grandparents didn't give us that much and we all got maybe like, let's say $40,000 and you were trying to get a house with your five kids and, and I'd be like, okay, let me give you this money so you can do all this and then like over this amount of time, pay me back. Like then we could talk about that. But you just got 1.2 mil. You're fine. You're fine. You sound like an How entitled brat. Five. So what's what's six divided by 1.2 mil? 200,000. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> you're like, you're fine. If anything, take it up with your kids. Yeah. Be like. Uh, you just got $200,000. Like, okay, all of you are just getting 50 grand. Yeah, and like if that's what you want to do, that your kids are set. You don't have to save for their college. You don't right. have to save for their first car. Right. You, don't you know have to what save you should do? Shit. You should go out and buy your five kids a giant duplex, like a condo area, and then you hire a management team so they don't even have to take over it. And then you just open them a bank account, and now that money that you gave them is going to make them more money. She just sounds entitled. I mean, those parents, those grandparents were rich. No, if yeah. they can, they had six million dollars to the idea give out? the idea of somebody reading a piece of paper and saying you've been left with 1.2 million dollars joy the idea <laughs> i feel like i feel the tears coming on now i would be so happy i i hate it i absolutely hate it when a will states something very clearly and then people go no fight it i know and i'm like this is what they wanted. That's they That's had they their wanted. reasoning. That's what they. That's wanted. what they, you yeah. have. You have no right to whatever yeah. else you decide. Yeah, you don't have a right to fucking shit. I know. Like, if I passed away and gave everything I possibly own to some random person I met yesterday, that's my fucking prerogative, and no yeah. one in my life I'd fight it. <laughs> <laughs> Abby and I would fight it you're together. Like, I get the dogs, bitches. <laughs> And please give me a little bit of money to feed them. Yeah, I get the dogs, the cat, and 30 grand. <laughs> there you go. That's set. Oh, I'm my God. Abby, she can take the rest. She'll, she'll work with me. She's like, um, I'm keeping Miso, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, I actually absolutely hate when people fight over that shit. Mm-hmm. It makes me livid. And I always feel bad for the executor of the wills when they have to deal with it. I know. I need some. I was say maybe I should make some. Old friends. You made some old friends? Yeah. They, like, <laughs> they leave you shit. <laughs> they do. Damn, 1.2 mil. Right? That's I would, nice. I would get my grandparents' face, faces tatted on me. And <laughs> <laughs> 1.2 mil. <laughs> That'd be nice. Oh, my God. Uh, I'd name what? my business after I, them. How much do I have to give you to get my name tattooed on you? Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this might be my next video. I know. Um, you know what? I think I'm. I think I would more so be like, I want to talk to whoever your finance person is, and like set myself up with some like long term stocks. But the, <laughs> but the money that we're like putting into it, you know, is is, is your you money. Want stock options. I want some money that's gonna make me money, or like real estate. Or I'll be like, I'll get your name tatted on me if we can uh, like buy a house together. You know what I mean? Like that's what that's I, a lot of money to yeah. buy a house. So that's where that's where my limit is at. And All I'll right. get your name. Big too. You can choose the font. I'll get a first and last. I want a tramp stamp of my name on your lower back. I'll do that. <laughs> if, it, if it means that we go like into business and it could potentially make me more money in the future, I would get your face on me. Holy shit. Yeah. Hold on. While we ponder this, I need to change the battery on my camera. One second. <laughs> 
Meg the Stallion drama. Have you been hearing anything about that? Uh, we're talking about rappers now all of a sudden while yeah. I changed the battery. Nikki I, and Cardi, they're always fighting. No, Nikki and um Meg. Oh, Meg. No, I didn't know hear about this. Yeah, but um Meg murdered Nikki. M- Meg is she seems... she murdered. And I and I'm just seeing the drama. I'm like, yeah, I don't really listen to either of them that much. Oh, but, I do. um yeah, no, I, I don't anymore. But um I listened to I finally this morning listened to both of their diss tracks because I'm like, okay, let me. I heard a little clip. It's like I have to listen to this. Oh, I want to listen to it. After this, we should listen to it. It is okay. ridiculous. Oh, I'm excited. I love that shit so much. It's so good. Uh all right. Anyway. Let's do one more. One more, and then we have to go to girls' night. Sorry, we're really popular. <laughs> I'm so mad. I forgot my bathing suit. I. It's not love gonna you. work. <laughs> <laughs> Your boobs are 17,000 sizes. Your bra would probably maybe cover my nipple and my areola. <laughs> Everyone would be like, Joy, I didn't God know you were child. a porn star. Oh, I'm sorry. That's All right. Okay. Am I? No, I don't. That one's not entertaining enough for me. Our next podcast, we should do one where we read like funny or embarrassing stories or something like off of Reddit. You know, like. Oh, yeah. Crazy dating stories or something like that. We should do something like that next. All right. I'm done. Yeah, that would be good. All right. Am I the asshole for getting my feelings hurt when my wife didn't want to buy me a sandwich? (laughs) Let's let's take a gander. Let's 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 listen to it. Today is my wife's birthday. All right. You already suck. (laughs) (laughs) It's her birthday. She can do whatever the fuck she wants or not do whatever the fuck she wants. (laughs) Not it starting out with, today is my wife's birthday. Am I the asshole for anything? Are you kidding? Okay. One of the things she looks forward to is collecting her free birthday food and drinks from places. That's a fun little thing. Okay. You go to Starbucks. You go to Dunkin'. The way this is starting out is already making me mad. For the last couple of days, the plan has been she would go to Firehouse Subs, get her free sandwich, and also bring me home one for lunch. Her idea. This morning, she suddenly asked me if it would be okay if she didn't buy me a sandwich because it would make her free sandwich less special. <laughs> the fuck? I feel like this Bro, one. Girl math. Girl <laughs> math. So I get a free sandwich on my birthday and I was thinking about it. I can't get you a sandwich today because then I'd have to pay for it. And that's going to ruin it. that would make it this wrong because it's supposed to be free food. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. That's when you just go check his jeans in, that are in the laundry hamper, see if you can yeah. find 10 bucks. All right. So <laughs> I agreed to this, that it would be fine <laughs> because we have plenty of food to eat at the house. But I couldn't help but have my feelings hurt with the thought of that somehow doing something nice for me or the fact that I also get a sandwich makes hers feel less special. These <laughs> <laughs> These are the problems to have. I hear that this is the case and it's her birthday, so maybe I don't need to understand, but I just can't relate. Doing something nice for her, like bringing her a sandwich, would make me feel good. Before she left, perhaps sensing that my feelings had been hurt, she tried to talk to me about it to understand why it was something that hurt my feelings. I tried to explain it to her, but she got frustrated that I was explaining the why over and over and couldn't go deeper to describe the emotions and maybe where that emotion was coming from at the root. I told her I would try to process it and maybe we could talk more about it later. And she left with us on good terms, but it just makes me wonder if I'm just being a big sensitive baby or is it normal to have my feelings hurt by this update? I feel justifiably and thoroughly roasted by the internet. Long story short, she didn't 
Oh, apparently they roasted the shit out of her. She weirdly didn't want to buy a sandwich because then hers didn't feel free. I felt hurt that she didn't want to do this thing for me anymore. None of this is a big deal. It's her birthday. Let's all move on. Unfortunately, she definitely expected me to be able to speak to her about my emotions and core beliefs about why I got so upset at some point today. So somehow this has become a whole thing, which kind of sucks. Oh, my God. My whole thing, I, I would have been like, um, it's my birthday. Why don't you um, go get me the free sandwich and then, <laughs> then get yourself one? She probably has to be there, though, because yeah. it's her birthday. Some uh, The top comment said, not the asshole. It's weird as fuck to me that your wife, who is presumably an adult, cares more about her free birthday sub feeling, quote unquote, special than bringing home lunch for her partner. Like, it's very basic etiquette of being a good partner. Bring them food when you pick up food yeah, for yourself. Yeah, I think, first of all, I think it's absolutely fucking hilarious. Uh, just the whole situation. However, I try, <laughs> however, I kind of agree. It is fucked. Because have you heard of, what's it, what is it called? It's called, it's called the orange theory, right? Or the orange peel theory. Oh, I've heard of this, but I didn't know what it was. So basically what it is, it's like, you can tell, supposedly, which I, be, I, I believe it. You can tell a lot about a person or a partner. If there's this theory where you ha- you're holding an orange and you hand them the orange and you say, hey, can you peel this for me? And if they choose to peel it, it says a lot about who they are because it's something that you're totally capable of doing. But because yeah. you're asking them to help you with it, they just don't think twice about it and they do it. Yeah. And then you also get the other the other some other people that might be like, what the heck? Why don't you do it? You yeah. Know? And so I think it ca- kind of seems like that. Yeah. Like there's a bigger picture to it. It's like I, you just. Yeah. Get me the sandwich. Yes. Know? Um, I think I I get that she was like, I want to go get all the things I possibly can without spending a single dime. And well, fuck. That that's was like her gonna, thing. Yeah, like, that's, that's her what thing. she wanted to do. And she's like, damn it. Now that I have to. She's like, I originally wanted to buy him a sandwich. And then she was like, well, fuck, no, then it's not going to be a full In a her mind, she's like, things. well, then I'll just have to tell myself, like, that one, that one doesn't count. But I, yeah, but so, no, but then it does count. She's so like, she's I, like, I, I can see. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. It's a me. weird little birthday quirk of hers, I think. Yeah. But I totally get that he's like, why can't you just get me the fucking sandwich? Yeah, it's like, kind of, it's like what people do, people who are crazy about couponing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a weird quirk. I don't think she meant to be. She's not trying to be mean or anything. She really has this, her heart set on this birthday thing she does. <laughs> and it's, it's dumb. It's all hell. And then, but him, like, I, I could see him being like, I am hurt by that, but it shouldn't be a big deal. I also deal. wonder why she just couldn't have been like, do you think you could give me some money for a Yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone's saying not the asshole. Like, I think people. He's not an asshole. He's like, not an asshole. If your feelings get hurt about something like that, that, that matters. And he's trying to understand why his feelings are hurt, yeah. which I got to give him credit for. Yeah. I think this, it is annoying. I think I, it's he was annoying. really looking forward to that firehouse sub. I know. <laughs> he really was. I think it's something that was like, it got blown up too big because, but his feelings are, are pretty valid. Yeah, on yeah, this. yeah, yeah. But her wanting to do her fun little quirky thing on her birthday is also valid. Yes. Um, yeah. It is a weird situation. It though. is. It's very, it's very hilarious to me. It's very minuscule, but it's still very funny. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's it for today. All right. We did it. We did it. We got through Blaze's stink. We did it, my little Blaze. Uh, thank you to our sponsors today. And thank you guys for listening. Please follow and turn on your notifications. I realized I reset my phone and then I finally got a notification for my own podcast. I have been following my own podcast. I'm subscribed to all my stuff. And I have the bell notifications on and they never told me whenever I post. 
Oh, really? And I was like, oh my God, I have never been told when I post. Really? And I have it turned on. Yeah. And now so, you updated it and it does? Uh, it let me know. It didn't tell me the last time oh. I post. Uh, so I'm going to start posting these on Instagram more often so people know I post. But yeah. I just realized, I was like, oh my God, iTunes, it's iTunes podcast. Yeah. They're trying to fucking stifle me. I did see Emily post something too a little while ago saying that she was alerted by some people that they had the little bell on for YouTube yeah. and all of a sudden it's like not on anymore. I, I also think I've been uh, shadow banned on Instagram. Oh, really? Because my stories will get the same amount of views, but my my posts don't get any likes. And uh, I was like, I, and I think it was because I had the comments set to only people who follow me can mm. comment. So I just opened it up to everybody and I was like, maybe they'll unshadow ban me when yeah. that happens. But yeah. I was like, all right. I mean, I know I don't post the most interesting stuff. Maybe there's something too when you start private like set resetting your privacy stuff like that an algorithm that goes like okay this profile wants to be more private too. yeah it doesn't like show yeah. it as much you know yeah. yeah so we'll see i'm just gonna start posting everywhere everywhere everything that i do so we'll see if that helps yeah but uh please turn on your notifications if you haven't maybe they'll work maybe they won't <laughs> who knows i always get notified for your stuff really yeah good to know yeah good to know i just always. don't they're like this is yours you should yeah. fucking know they know if you post they it. know they're like we don't have to tell her one uh, less, one less notification. <laughs> less work for our computers. Right. All right, guys. Uh, we will see. You, oh, I will see you next week. Joy will probably see you within the month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love you guys and have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet where you can find the uncensored version of me, Rachel Ballinger. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please like, subscribe, or follow or do whatever this platform tells you to do so that you can get notified every time I post a new episode. Love ya! Hello, I'm Faith McQuinn, creator of the podcast Margaritas and Donuts from Observer Pictures. I think we can all relate to the awkward, clumsy moments during the start of a new relationship and the sweet moments as well. Margaritas and Donuts is about Josephine, a pediatrician who's been pretty unlucky in love as she starts a new relationship with Malik, an ophthalmologist that works in the same building she does. Malik is exactly what Josephine needs, even if she doesn't know it yet. With the support of her bestie Katrina, Joe navigates the ups, downs, sweetness, and saltiness of romance. Get your rom-com fix and listen to Margaritas and Donuts wherever you get your podcasts. You can learn more at md.observerpictures.com. Happy listening.